0: Good morning from the team here at 1.37 p.m. This is 7.31 a.m. Let's get the day going. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome back to 7.31 a.m. Me and Jill have pulled up once again to give you some of the biggest news in the world. But of course, we got to start off with some anniversaries. On this day in 1971... George Lucas founded Lucasfilm in San Rafael, California. And as you guys know, Lucasfilm is responsible for the Star Wars franchise, Indiana Jones. He even started like his own like video game imprint back in the day. Did a lot of point and click adventure games. Shout out to Lucasfilm, man. Just pushing the sci-fi film genre forward and, you know, see some of the biggest films today are pretty much inspired by Star Wars. So boom, George Lucas put forth a lot of great stuff because of Lucasfilm. Also, Rogue One premiered in L.A. on this day in 2016. Personally, that's one of my favorite Star Wars films movies of all time. The whole time I'm watching it, it's like, I know they're going to die, but how are they going to die? And they had this epic sacrifice to get to get the plans for the Death Star. So amazing film. If you haven't seen it already, check it out. In Jail? We have a big uh, birthday anniversary for an R&B songstress, right?
1: Yes, yes. Happy birthday to Tiana Taylor. Uh, Tiana, I don't know if you remember Elton, but Tiana's been around since like those early MySpace YouTube days. So it's been nice to see her evolve within her career um, and not just within her career, but in her personal life, too, with her now being married and, and being a mother. And so I know Tiana is unfortunately retiring from music. I wish that was a decision that she wasn't choosing to do, but, you know, life is about evolution and if she feels like the next step of her life and her career doesn't include her officially making music then she has to do what she feels is best for her but she's talented in so many other areas she has a clothing line she's working on a lot of entrepreneurship uh, stuff so happy birthday to tiana taylor and i'm sure she'll be celebrating with iman who won dancing with the stars
0: yeah for sure man but yeah yeah shout out to tiana taylor man i love her music so we're gonna move over into the sports world There's been a ton of WWE talent releases this year, but this latest one comes under some very worrying circumstances. That's because the mega popular Jeff Hardy has been let go by WWE because, as many wrestling news sources claim, he declined a rehab order from the company. Jeff was recently sent home by WWE as it was reported that he was very sluggish during a live event match back in Corpus Christi, Texas. An outpouring of support and love from Jeff Hardy's fans and fellow wrestling industry friends wished him well in whatever he does next. I sincerely hope he gets all the help he needs and fully recovers in the near future. Jeff Hardy, we love you. We hope the best for you, my friend. And Jill, what's going on with the WNBA?
1: Yeah, a lot of exciting updates in the WNBA. They just announced the longest schedule of all time. As you guys all know, we just wrapped up the 25th season of the WNBA. It was a landmark one with the Chicago Sky taking home the trophy. All 12 teams will play a record high 36 games in 2022. And here is a breakdown of the key dates. April 11th is the WNBA draft. The All-Star Game is July 10th and the Commissioner's Cup, which is something Thing that was introduced last season will run from May 6th to July 7th. And for those that don't know about the Commissioner Cup, just it's a little bit of a confusing concept that takes time to really understand, but just in short it's basically a playoff within the season to see who gets a certain amount of money. So if you win a certain amount of games or whoever wins the most games within their respective conference gets a prize, of uh, pretty much an extra bonus in the season. So um, it's again, it's a difficult thing to kind of understand, but that's basically what the Commissioner Cup is. It allows teams to have a shot at making even more money. And as a result, the season is actually more competitive because people want that money. So there will be more key dates announced, but um, this, a, this is a landmark for the WNBA to have this amount of games. And with that, we'll jump into something else that's a landmark, which is Pat McAfee's show deal. So less than maybe 1,800 days ago, NFL punter Pat McAfee retired suddenly from the NFL. He set his sights on the world of And on Thursday, he was rewarded for his leap of faith. McAfee has delivered an incredibly popular daily sports show for his fans and sponsors. And it was announced that McAfee reached a massive deal with FanDuel with the numbers somewhere around $30 million a year for him to be or for him to have an exclusive gambling partner of of the show. So that's a landmark. And it's pretty cool to see somebody step outside of the comfort zone of them playing sports into the world of media, something that they really wanted to do and, and get a landmark deal like this. But Elton, you've got something for us in collectibles, right? Collectibles.
0: Yes, Harry Potter stuff, as a matter of fact. It seems like every day we rediscover a new world of collectibles. So, yesterday, a first edition copy of Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone sold for a whopping $471,000 through Heritage auctions, and what the auction house deemed a world record for a 20th century work of fiction. Heritage said that there are only 500 copies with the specific binding in existence, and the nearly $500,000 sale smashed the house's pre sale estimate of $70,000 entertainment in the world of movies we got some big news and one of the few times where the Marvel and DC camps come together in perfect harmony it was announced yesterday that Michael Giacchino will compose the soundtrack for Thor Love and Thunder Giacchino was also doing the music for Spider-Man No Way Home and next year's The Batman if you look up his work on YouTube right now make sure you listen to one of his songs from No Way Home, Iraq Novature. The famed music composer has worked on a ton of major franchises in the worlds of movies, TV, and video games, and has also been awarded with an Oscar, an Emmy, and three Grammys. The man seems to be a favorite of Disney since he's also done the music for both Incredibles films, Writer Tully and Coco. I can't wait to hear his compositions on Thor Love and Thunder.
1: All right, all right. That's going to do it for today's episode. For more detail on these stories and more, be sure to head to 137pm.com or you can follow 137pm on all social media platforms. In fact, why don't you check out the website and follow us on all social media platforms. We'll be back tomorrow. And as always, remember to stay curious.